Welcome to another episode of Talk Your Way Up, a platform where you become a better speaker. Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Talk Your Way Up and welcome to the third episode in our segment, Conversations. Now, before we move in, I really hope you guys have heard the previous episode, which is Small Talk Part 1, because in this episode, we'll be continuing and extending upon a lot of points and topics that we discussed in the previous episode. So if you haven't, I highly recommend you go back, check it out, and then jump back right in. Now, uh, to get you guys up to speed for people who haven't heard this for like a week, last week we spoke about how how not to ensure that a conversation goes to a dead end, how to avoid that awkward silence that we typically hit in a boring conversation. We spoke about open-ended questions and open-ended responses over and above open-ended questions. We spoke about context-based communication. We spoke about giving conversation nuggets for your conversation partner to chew upon while having a conversation to keep it going and keep it interesting and engaging. Now, Talking about giving conversation nuggets when you have a conversation, there is a counterpart to just giving nuggets. This one time, uh, I started playing with this new band that I met and we had just finished a couple of jam sessions. During our third jam session, we had a new vocalist come and join us. And we finished jamming, we had a long, beautiful session. After the whole session, we went, we got some food at a restaurant. Now, while eating this vocalist, she was just staring at a plant for like three, four minutes. Just like she's eating masal dosa. And for people from India, if you're eating masal dosa, your eyes, your full concentration is on the masal dosa because it's so freaking delicious. But this vocalist was looking at a plant. And I just randomly ended up asking, like, are you into gardening by any chance? Turns out she was. Turns out she had a whole collection of plants in her house. She knew all the different varieties of plants. And then we had a long half an hour, a long conversation about just plants and gardening and different types of plants and how to take care of it and so many other things. So there is one side of giving your conversation partner nuggets, but there is a whole new side of it about being receptive to the conversation nuggets that your other conversation partner gives you. Now, they may not do this consciously. You, as a good conversationalist, need to be receptive and listen for these nuggets. It could be non-verbal, like in the example I just gave, or it could be verbal, where they're actually saying something, and something that they say can potentially reflect that they're really interested in something. And you really have to pick up on that and try to dig deeper. So... That puts the two pieces of the puzzle, which is giving your conversation partner nuggets, but at the same time being receptive to your partner's nuggets, which put together will make you a very, very, very interesting conversationalist. Now, with these two points in mind, Vikas, there is a very common issue that we face. When we walk into a very new environment, there are a lot of strangers, a lot of new people that we see and we interact with. But how do you decide how to propel the conversation? After you finish, hey, I'm so-and-so, in which direction do you take this conversation forward? That always happens, right? When we're talking, sometimes we do get stuck in between. We don't know where to take the conversation from here on. But when these uh, kind of situation arise, it's always good for us to notice that there is a common denominator that acts as a support. 
now let me take an example uh, suppose you're in a toastmaster meeting and you want to talk to somebody over there now the common denominator here is the toastmaster and the speeches that you give so you could uh, take the conversation further by asking them how long they've been a toastmaster or which path and project that they're pursuing at the moment now a common denominator need not always be a topic or an object it can also be a person so we took this example about a friend introducing you to another mutual friend so in this context that mutual friend is the denominator now you can talk to the other person about him maybe maybe you met him in school but the other person got to know your friend in college so you can probably talk about the differences you've seen or any experience you've had with them speaking of this i i remember haritha uh, i am sure you remember this but when we were in nepal and uh, s- cycling up that mountain uh, we met this other cyclist vasco de gama vasco de gama right <laughs> yeah and we were actually not cycling we were really tired and we got down from the cycle and dragging it along the uphill route and this uh, other guy he comes he stops in front of us and says what are you doing i mean clearly we were holding our cycles and moving up and this actually brought out a really good conversation between us so we obviously started with small talk we asked him how much further to the peak because he was coming back downhill and then he told us uh, i think a couple 20 minutes or so and we took it further about um, how long he has been cycling here and what all other places he's been to and which went on which took a completely different path where he started showing us pictures of his nephew's uh, fancy dress contest and It basically it went we had a 20 30 minute conversation about random things and our common denominator was cycling <laughs> and we didn't even know him <laughs> so you can you can take the conversation to a lot of places and whenever you get stuck the common denominator always acts as a support and you can rely on that and bounce back into the groove of your conversation I will never forget that incident. I still am clueless how we went from how long to the peak. And hey, check this out. This is how my niece looks when she attended a fancy dress competition. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that was a really fun conversation. And it, it was very easy to propel it because both of us were cycling. So we did have a common denominator. Um, and there are a lot of instances where uh, I have noticed and I'm pretty sure you have where we just get pissed off with small talk there are times where certain small talk conversation really irritate you like it's it's not the other person per se but just just it it just pisses you off uh, have you ever faced yeah. such situations a lot of times man and uh, it's as you said it, it's not because of the other person or it's not that they're not uh, doing the small talk right it's just a situation that is not conducive to having a small talk and it's it's very important to know when to do it and when not to do it i i think the most common reason or common circumstance where this happens is when you are 
either asking someone a favor or somebody is asking a favor from you now let me give you a situation say uh, you you had a classmate who you hadn't spoken to for about 3 uh, to 5 years and one day out of the blue uh, he or she randomly decides to text you and initiates this small talk hey harit how are you how is how was your day what are you doing what's your work and so on now you haven't spoken for 3 to 5 years and all of a sudden it's not common for someone to start asking you about your weekend or what you're working unless they had a reason to so sure there are exceptions but uh, more often than not you you start thinking in your mind okay what is this person asking what do what does he want from me and, and so on and more often than not eventually they do ask you something so the last time this happened to me was when someone wanted uh, the contact details of another friend that i knew so he started with the conversation the same usual uh, small talk and i i for one knew that there was something coming and i was waiting for it which is why it got a little annoying when this small talk went on for 10 20 minutes it it's even worse when you're busy working on something and the other person just doesn't get to the point and and it, this works both ways even when you're asking somebody a favor if it were me i would say just get to the point uh, if you haven't spoken to them for a long time no problem just address it say that hey listen i i know we haven't spoken for a long time but then get to your point whatever you want to ask i was wondering if you could give me the contact details of and once you get that out of the way now you can go ahead with the small talk now once your agenda is complete sure go ask about his weekend ask about his work and get back to connecting with each other and the other person will also be comfortable knowing that uh, they don't have it in the back of their mind that you're going to ask them something now it's just a two friends catching up that's what i would prefer personally if someone were to ask me something and i'm sure most people would like it this way it's not just about what small talk or what circumstance you're doing it in it's also important when you initiate it i couldn't agree more dude uh, especially in a very corporate setting uh, if if somebody wants something they'll uh, send you a message saying hi and you respond to that after some time you respond hi and then they say good morning and then you respond after a few minutes good morning and then they were like okay so i have this document i'm working on so rather i would prefer the person just saying hi so there is this document i mean hi good morning there is this document i'm working on uh, and i would need some help with it that's it so it it shortens the length people are getting to what they want and the whole communication is very succinct and to the point uh, and i'm sure we all would prefer that definitely Uh, because it, it's pointless to initiate small talk if there is neither intent nor context oh yes Th- there's no point doing it for the heck of it yes there should be some intent or context behind this uh, small talk that you're trying which, to initiate which could be just catching up but there should be some intent you want to get to know an, uh, another person but as long as there is an intent it's good enough yeah so if it's for the purpose of solely catching up yeah. say it Hey, listen. I've, it's I know it's been a long time since we spoke, but uh, I just remembered uh, you from this incident, or, or whatever reminded you of 
I'm off and say that and go ahead so other person isn't thinking okay yeah. he's going to ask me something or why is he uh, initiating yeah. this so out of the blue this, this incident happened and I just thought of you so I just thought I'll give you a call yeah that's perfectly fine now during the course of last couple of episode we spoke about a lot of points uh, now because let's try some actual real life conversation very very common small talk situations that we all land up in and let's play it out let's actually try inculcating all the points that we discussed so it's a good revision of the points and uh, we'll put this in some actual practical use sure well, what do you have in mind so what do you think is a, i mean one among the most common questions you get asked when you meet somebody for the first time or um, when you're having small talk with someone uh, if it's if you're outdoors i think where are you from oh yes that's that's a that's a classic and how would i mean not you but how would someone typically respond to where you like what is what is the mistake you can do when you respond to where you from i'm from bangalore yeah i think that's it yeah yeah i mean that's a, that's a, that's a perfectly good i mean decent response uh, where are you from and you say i'm from bangalore but the issue is when you say i'm from bangalore you're not giving a the other person a conversation nugget to chew on right or it's 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 a very uh, closed ended response as we put it in the previous episode right i'm from bangalore and that's it's it it pretty much ends there and the other person has the onus to catalyze the conversation okay. forward but rather than i'm from bangalore if let's say in my case if i say something along the lines of well i'm originally from a small village in kerala but uh, we've been staying in bangalore for the last 13 years now which are the different nuggets that you can branch out from that response so you've given me two places now that you were from kerala but now you're in bangalore so i could just as well ask you why you moved from kerala to bangalore or when did you move so that's one place i could drive the conversation or i could also say you mentioned you're from a village in kerala uh, maybe be more specific which village and how how is it different from the city you're in now we can go all the way to a new trajectory talking about urban life village life right 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 so yeah uh, so it 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 basically encompasses both which is uh, ask a question but then as a response you give nuggets so that the other person can continue from there and then you do that he does that you do that and then it builds to a beautiful nice right another very common question i can think of is which we get asked all the time is how was your weekend and a very typical response is how's your weekend um, well it was good and then you ask what about you and then the other person asks says yeah it was good too and then dead end the conversation just ends there uh, this this is Have actually a good example in the sense that you're not just not giving a conversation nugget by saying it was good you're literally hiding it by following it up with what about you immediately which means uh, the other person even if they wanted to be receptive even if they wanted to pick something out they can't because you now ask them the question what about you so now they have to answer that uh, so instead you could probably tell them exactly what you did maybe you met up with some of your old school friends this weekend so say that i met with some of my friends this weekend and it was fun now th- there's a lot of um places where the other person can take this conversation with or maybe you uh, 
we went cycling say that i went cycling it was a tiring weekend but it was nice or or there are so many times where we do literally nothing on weekend and you might think nothing much is a good response no you can probably explain why you did nothing uh, i was this was a tiring week so i just took rest or slept the whole weekend even that's fine as long as you actually mention what you did uh, i think the other person can pick out a lot of nuggets from here and after saying this you can have a a, a few back and forth and then ask what about you yeah yeah and when you actually share something about your weekend uh, the chances are the other person is also going to share something about his or her weekend yes exactly rather than just asking how about you it's like you share something and then i share something then i share something so i mean that's that back and forth it's like a tennis game yeah it just takes a route from there yeah exactly and there's one more i think we can do just one more question which is pretty common how's work going oh yes we we get asked this all the time right and the most generic response i can think of that we all answer is well work is good or um, work is hectic or uh, work is very busy these see, days see this is a slightly challenging uh, because you can't really share the specific of your work because each person works in a different niche and talking about the details of what work you're doing can get boring it, it and the other person might not even understand so how do you how do you work around this well you can probably keep it very generic as possible we did talk a little bit about this in our first episode and let's get started wherein you actually explain your work but not going too deep into it like let's say if you're a consultant or you're a software developer you don't talk about which tech but you just keep something generic so we're working on this thing which will help farmers get better data about their yearly production or something which any person can understand it which not a software engineer can understand yeah and how's work going you can uh, i mean I, i remember conversations where i go like okay have you ever faced clients who have literally kept you up all night <laughs> now that is something which we can all relate to it, it it's not specific to my work but it's something generic everybody understands that uh, having a client who makes you stay up right uh so as long as uh, as long as you give something for the other person beyond just work is good mm. or work is hectic which leads to a dead end where the other person cannot continue it further it's very hard unless the other person is a very good conversationalist it's not going to progress from there yeah so it's just the simple thing simple extension to what you will anyway say work is good you can still say that but also say why and that makes a huge difference yes yes why is a huge huge difference so to sum up the things that we discussed there are basically four strong points that will separate anybody from an exceptionally good conversationalist which is asking open ended questions and giving open ended responses to even closed ended questions next giving your conversation partner conversation nuggets to nibble on so that there is something to talk about but then at the at the same time listening to the conversation nuggets given by the other person which which truly means you really have to listen truly listen guys that's at, at, at times that's all that you need listen to understand don't listen to talk 
uh, and these four at times or in fact most times is what sets some people another uh, class apart when it comes to having a good conversation the end goal is going from stories i mean simple questions to sharing stories when that happens when that happens that's when you know that you've truly had a good enjoyable conversation be it small talk be it just getting to know another person but it's a good conversation so with that ladies and gentlemen we'll be wrapping up this episode look forward to the next episode wherein we discuss more about networking wherein you walk into a room full of strangers how do you just walk up and network and talk to a lot of people there again this will be an extension of the points we discussed in the last two episodes so uh, look forward to that thank you so much for tuning in and remember you too can talk your way up